What's up and welcome back to another episode of the Mana Crypt. I am one of two of your most wonderful co-hosts, Corey. I'm Scotland. And we are, well, how was your week? I'm tired, which is weird because I've had four days off work, but I'm tired. So I don't know what it is. I wish I could have had four days off, but I didn't. No. It's, it's been extremely, <laughs> extremely pay- busy. So. My paycheck's going to suffer. <laughs> Mine's been busy, which is good and bad in a, in a case. I mean, it makes the week go by quick, but it, it, when it's this busy, it leaves a lot less time to uh, enjoy and enjoy the and, and we'll get shit edited for the thing. Um, I did edit and get it complete and then I set it up as a schedule for the episode, the last episode. And then it said it failed to upload. So I had to re upload it on Thursday, which sucked. Fun. But I was hoping to get it out Wednesday at eight. But yeah, we're still working on that schedule on when the videos are going to come out. It's a lot of it just comes down to like how long they take to edit because we're still figuring our editing styles out. Yeah. And the gameplay videos take a ton more time to edit than just the regular podcast. Like a couple weeks each episode. So and that's if we focus on it. Yeah. So. And that's if that's all we do. So the last one that we put out, the commander, it's just the commander ones that take so long. Yeah. The last commander one we did was took me two and a half, three weeks. And that was pretty much working on it for a couple hours every day. Fucking rough. But yeah. Oh, yeah. They're fun. We, we, we like getting them, making them and, and getting them out there, but it, it takes time and it takes effort. But what you got for us this week? Well, um, I do have to come out and apologize for last week's episode. Um, when I was thinking about the new art for the crashing footballs that we talked about for the special guests. Yeah, that you told me wasn't very original from the other art. Yes. So it was completely different from the crashing footballs art. Um, I was actually thinking of the card Vigor because it, uh, it actually has this same monster on both cards and kind of the same situation. So that's where I, I ended up with that. So, yes, I apologize. I was wrong. Doesn't happen often. Yeah. Uh, I guess jumping <laughs> into the other thing. Uh, suspend. The rules for uh, suspend changed. Um, oh, I clicked the wrong button. I, I heard a little bit about it, but I haven't dug too much into it. So what, what are we looking at? Yeah, so it says the murders at Karlov Manor commander decks include cards that feature the suspend mechanic, which allows you to pay a reduced cost and exile a card for a few turns and cast it at a later date. Um, Self-explanatory. Yep. Uh, when the last time counter is removed uh, from a suspend card, casting the spell is now optional. Oh. Yeah. And if I, you, did, I didn't know that. Yep. And if you choose to not cast it, it will just remain in exile. So what was the what was the ruling behind that? What caused that ruling? What is um, there? What card is out there? It's like I don't want to cast this. Oh, I do want to cast this. I think it was just something that has been in effect for so long that. It's just now, you know, uh, so I guess reading the next portion due to a recent rules change to suspend, you are no longer required to cast the suspended card as a second triggered ability of a suspended resolves. Instead, as the second tri- uh, triggered ability resolves, you may cast the card. Timing permissions based on the cards type are ignored. If you don't cast the card, it remains in exile. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there was any yeah. like specific card that was I like, mean, we have to switch this. It seems like it was just. Uh, I, I wonder if there was some questions and concerns over delay so you know what that is right yeah yeah Yeah. so basically you you'll counter a card and then it gets a three suspend counter i Uh, believe i think it's suspend equal to the cmc 
it might be either way it suspends out and then you know you can cast it so most most people will actually run a delay on a counter spell yeah. so, so you'll play something somebody will counter you'll delay their counter spell because their counter counter spell when it comes back in after those time counters it essentially fizzles out because there's no targets for it yeah. its target is gone by then i think it's going to work out for the better though because when it comes to like there's a lot of staxy cards out there that are like you can only cast one spell each turn so it's like, well, if if you know if you delay my counterspell and that's my card this turn, you know, so I, I'm happy that it's now an, an optional thing. I'm I'm sure that modern, you know, will be a little affected by it. Then again, the only modern suspend card is Footfalls. No mm-hmm. one no one suspends Living yeah. End. No one suspends yeah, Living End. Su- you, the whole deck is meant to cascade into it. Yeah. No one suspends it. But yeah, I mean, maybe that that's where it came from. I don't, I don't know. I hadn't heard any words of why they would do something like that or if they have people complaining about it or there was issues with what to do with the cards. So, I mean, at this point, I mean, it doesn't really affect anything, I don't think. Yeah. The other thing that I kind of noticed that was funny, so the card that they used is a Watcher of the of Hours. It's a six mana, six, six flying Ward three. When you remove a time counter from Watcher of Hours while it's exiled, surveil one. So it kind of interacts from exile, which is pretty cool. But something that I noticed when I read this the first time that I think might be something either permanent or something we see more often that is going to break footfalls is uh yeah uh so skipping to the end when the last counter is removed you may cast it without paying its mana cost it has haste oh yeah so i don't know if that's this specific or if that's i i didn't read into the article as much as i probably should have before talking about it but if all cards get haste footfalls is gonna break yes Maybe that ruling is why they're doing so well. I don't know. No, I mean, Footfalls has just been in a good position. We'll get into that. We have a lot of modern to discuss today. Yeah, so uh, that's all the, the real changes. I mean, uh, when, when's our next ban? We don't have one set. Usually they say if we're going to get one, it's going to be three to six weeks um, after a new set is released. Okay. So, I don't think that we're going to see a ban right now, and if we do, it's going to be for modern. Yeah, I was going to say, lo- looking at the cards coming out of uh, Karlov Manor, Murders at Karlov Manor, I don't I don't think there's anything in there that seems to be gonna, nothing's breaking. Gonna break. um, it, it does seem like we've talked before, it's a lot of supplemental support cards. It's a good com- set. Compared to, you know, something like that. So, I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, I would like to have some things maybe in modern looked at. Oh, yeah. Maybe we're, maybe a few things we're in gonna, standard to look at. We're going to get to the modern discussion. I have a lot to say about that today. We haven't we haven't discussed much of this prior. But no. Mangu put something out about it. He put out his power ranking. There's been adjustments to the meta. I have a lot of shit to say. Plus the regional championship for the European regional championship. 400 players. It was either 24 or 28 slots somewhere in there for the pro tour were given out for this um, for the top 24, 26, 28, whatever. Uh, we have a lot of shit to say. We'll get to that in a little bit. So stay tuned. What are we going to talk about between then? All right. So uh, let's let's go into the standard meta. So there's been a huge update. And in fact, it has it, it has changed from when I looked at it. I think it was two days ago to now. Probably. And it has because it's it's, R- it's RC RCQ season. Yeah. Shit's going to be weird for a while now. So you should probably scroll down. Yeah. So looking at it, when I when I looked at it the first time, it had domain as the highest set deck and it was quite up there with its percentage Probably like 15 yeah 15, it was 16. it was high and today it's changed to where we have esper mid-range it's back and 
where where do you think has that has come from? Because these these aren't these aren't uh, calculating in the new cards yet. Yeah, um, I I think that it's it's just again we're we're in RCQ season, so I and again this isn't win percentage. So I think that most people who built you know Esper mid range back when it had won the world championships, I think they're just kind of coming back out for RCQ season. And I think that's why we're seeing such an influx. It's just strictly because people had it. They weren't playing it very much. And now people have it again and they're playing it a lot more to try to get the regional championship invites, the promos, all that fun shit. Now, we aren't seeing a shift in uh, the types of decks and everything. It just seems to be the shift in the percentage of what's being played. Nothing's really shooting up or shooting down a ton. Like we're not seeing any newcomers, like nothing that we're like. There's a lot of new cards and decks. Um, I think Golgari midrange has kind of changed the most with like Ixalan. I think we're gonna. I think Golgari midrange is very quickly gonna start working up into the top three, just because of the amount of cards that we're getting in like Karlov and yeah. shit like that. And the deck is just good. Now, one thing I, I if I re- and I could be wrong, but uh, Demir midrange I thought was a lot lower on this list because it's kind of always been where in within this like the top. Four. Yeah. So um, I mean, we're, we, we've got the mono red aggro. Um, that went up. Yeah. Golgari mid range is about where it was. Um, Bant poison actually went up. I mean, it jumped above. Uh, you used to at, have to click see more to yeah. even find the deck. Now it's on the first page. Yeah. So it has gone up. Um, and, I, and like you said, they, these are just percentages of people that are playing them, which uh, I which I like more than like win percentage, honestly. So, I mean, I, I would like to see how this this turns out and where this goes, um, uh, especially with the new cards that are coming out. Um, there, there's a couple of different cards that I would like to try in my standard deck to see how they do. See, I don't even know. I'm so pissed. I, I told Corey I regret building a standard deck because I built it out of excitement because I had a lot of the shit already. And now we still haven't gone out to any events. There's one on the 24th yeah, that I think yeah, we're going to shoot lo- for. It's going to be local, so yeah. we're going to go to that one it's not like we got to drive a long distance yeah which with this i don't we never addressed that i don't think we did no no we didn't address that we didn't go to the last rcq because we have been we at that like two weeks we were getting fucking dumped by snow and we we sat down and talked about it which it's it wasn't worth it yeah no Um, it wasn't worth worth risking the drives um in the roads for two hours to get over there uh just to to See Get how things, yeah, probably. Especially me with domain. Yeah. So, uh, we'll we'll go ahead, and this one this one is going to be here locally. So it's it's, it's five like, minutes away. Yeah, yeah. If, if that, that's five minutes and bad traffic. But yeah, so we'll we'll go hit that up, and uh, we'll be able to report back with you know how we're doing with our local meta and how we did. I still got to finish my deck, and just with the actual. Uh, how I've been doing on um, arena. I'm really, I I haven't played a lot. Uh, I played a few games, but it just turned into one of those where, like I said, you know, I was so, so pissed off at arena and the way it was treating me that I had to take a step away. And it, it, every, God damn time. It was it was just screwing me on my lands. It was screwing me on my cards. My opponents were never having issues th- with their their mana. And it was just like, this is just. Ah. So I took a step back. Um, I, I think I would move up to like plat one and then I'd I'd drop all the way down to like 
plat three, and then I'd move back up and back down. I think I ended the season with in plat, but I didn't. I mean, I haven't logged on. I've been moving, so I haven't even logged on. I just got my Wi-Fi set up like three days ago. Um, also, I am so. This is another reason I hate fucking standard. My list, like I just clicked on domain. It changes so often. <laughs> I hate it. I, I spend so it's, much like I just added Elish Norns in there, uh, Mother of Machines, and now I'm not seeing it anywhere. I just traded a bunch of cards for uh, Nissa and two more Sunfalls. Nissa's not even uh, she's in the sideboard yeah. and it's playing two wandering emperor, three wandering emperors or no, just two. I just sold mine. Yeah, you did. Like, did. Fuck. Yeah. I, well, I this is just it, this is just one deck. I know, too, but so. usually the top one is like what people are usually gravitating towards the most. I know there's some slight differences, but it's like and it's playing Tishana's Tidebinder now. I thought I was original. I apparently was not. Well, that's the thing though is uh, when you do something like that and they realize and other people realize the same thing that it is good. It could have been the fact that you played against somebody with your your Tidebender <laughs> in there on Arena and they're like, "Holy shit, this is good. I'm gonna do that." I still haven't told the story about the fact that I even sent you a picture on. I was the first time I ever tested two Tishana's Tidebinder mainboard in my domain deck. I uh, someone I let someone's Liliana the Veil Ultimate up to six, and then they had nothing else. They were going to die next turn, but they were strictly going on the fact that they were going to ult Lily and make me lose half my shit, and then they could start to rebuild. No, no ultimate trigger on the stack Tishana's Tidebinder negate it. They still have to sack their Lily. <laughs> That's some primo shit right there. Uh, we're going to start streaming more. I bet that was a scoop. Yeah, he scooped. Yeah. I'm going to start streaming more, so be ready for that. Um, I, I want to, gonna, but like um, three, I, I've, I've taken over the... Um, more of the editing more, side. More of the editing, so when it comes to, especially the, the weekly podcast. So Yeah, I overburdened uh, myself. He did. <laughs> and, and I let a lot of shit slide. I, I would like to, I would like to, but I want to focus on getting these complete and everything, so... If I, if I do stream some of it, it's going to be kind of spotty. I think that I think that you and I kind of have that flow. And I, I think that it really shined when we were at Vegas, where it's like you are kind of the like low key go off. do And it's like what when I because when I saw it and you were like doing all these little things, like talking to all these other creators, I at the moment I was like, OK, I feel like you're just kind of wasting. But whatever. And then we got Joseph Johnson because of you. We got a lot of tips and tricks on how we do our podcast because of you mm -hmm. and that's fucking great oh yeah yeah and then I'm, my I'm, yeah and i'm focusing more on the gameplay side getting to be a better person a better player someone who like people want to watch so yeah i i like going and talking to people and sitting down and I meeting don't. new people <laughs> and 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 just just having a good time and and laughing and joking and just doing that kind of stuff and then that's what i ended up focusing on when I, I i had planned to do a lot more of the gameplay you stuff. gave me one of your tickets to I play did. because I you did. were so invested in like play i think you were playing with saffron olive at that point i uh, think that was yeah. sunday yeah that was yeah i had a game with saffron olive and a couple of um, dj long hair dj check him out dude he's yeah. sick i've been watching his shit recently like I woke up at three o'clock in the morning yesterday and he was fucking streaming <laughs> and I got on and I watched him. He was like cracking packs. And he, see what I love about DJ Longhair is he has such a dedicated audience. Like well, there will I every time I look, there's like 40 to 60 people watching it like three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, dude, that is so sick. Oh, yeah, he, he is. I love that. He man. has an energy about him. We're going we're gonna to reach out to him. Yeah, I, I, I've been planning on reaching out to him, but I, I just didn't know when we could. could. So 
if you're watching DJ, we're we're going to reach out to you. We wanna we wanna collaborate. Or reach out with to you. us. Yeah. Let's do some shit, man. Yeah, reach out to us. We we would love to do some stuff with you and everything. He's so fucking chill. Yeah, oh yeah. Like I said, I played with him and Saffron Olive and I was one of DJ's friends. I I I'm bad with names, so um anyways, I just just sitting there with him, it was a lot of fun. He he brings an energy to the table that is just crazy good i mean he's a good player too you i mean they they were dominating the game and and he made you feel good about it he made you feel good that you were losing and i was just like all right cool yeah this is great like how andrew is fuck andrew by the way yeah andrew because andrew will like just pull your dick out of your pants set it on a table and stomp on it repeatedly but then compliment your dick the whole time and it's like I, this shouldn't feel good, but it does. <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's it's some people just have that energy, and and, and I and I think that you and I do well in a situation like that because we we complement we each other by different spectrums of it. So I can bring this to the table, you bring the other part to the table, and I think it works. Yeah, I mean, I I've been I have grown a lot as a player over even just the last year because I've had over the last year I've had life events happen that have allowed me to have a lot more time to play. And like I I just built Zur the Enchanter and you're sitting there like, man, this deck is fucking like nuts and i'm sitting here like it's not where i want it to be though like it needs to be stronger yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's like this, uh, this is only like a seven seven and a half i and said I'm like, seven and a half to eight i'm like nah this is like an eight eight and a half i mean yeah you don't have the infinite combos that you would want in like a cdh type deck but everything in it it's just mean if yeah. you have a commander you won't <laughs> yeah i mean i kept killing it and then at one point it just dark steel mutation yeah, I, was that say, shit. I, I had a beetle and a i zero have one with indestructible and no sack outlet i i have sack outlets in the deck i have lots of sack outlets in the deck did i draw them no yeah first game you kind of got cream just because you drew shit and second uh, no game, it was the lands i just was yeah, not hitting you drew lands. Shit. and then second game i was at 17 commander damage against a 5-3 and i top decked the swords to plowshares yep that's what saved me anyways we are on a tangent today back, we are, uh, that's, that's back that's to the fun fine. back to magic uh, well standard, we are back huh? into the standard huh yeah uh yeah, so with, with standard i mean um the new cards coming out I want to see what I can do with um, Delaney in my bad deck. Oh, God. She's yeah. expensive. It, she's going to be expensive. It's going to be, you know, I'm going to buy packs and I'm not going to fucking pull any. I'm going to buy one, pull she, it, and then sell it to not you. Yeah, I know. Why? Sell it to me. I no, need it. fuck that. Your deck already creams mine. I'm not going to give you more. Expense. So, uh, and then there's another one, which I will talk about uh, later where I'm thinking about putting it in there. Um, also, I noticed that um, Farewell is coming back. Farewell has always kind of been. Yeah. So in, it, since it released, it's kind of just been a thing. I thought it was out of standard. Uh-uh. No. no? Kamigawa. Oh, that's right. Maybe I should have. So, like, I'm running Sunfalls. I, I think I'm going to go and put uh, Farewells in instead. I, I'm running. Because it allows me to hit more than just one. And See, I'm running three Sunfalls, a Farewell, and two Depopulates. And the reason that I prefer Sunfall is because my deck is so light on creatures mm-hmm. that that Incubate token, if I can get, like, a four plus that's an automatic win for me and now i have a four four body until i can cast something that will actually stick the board depopulate's not good for me because my creatures are so small 
Depopulates great. It takes for mine me. away. Yeah, depopulates great for me because I get to draw a card and wipe the board. Like if I have like my Atraxa out, and it's so rare that I will cast depopulate when I have Atraxa out. But when I do, it's very needed, and I get a card out of it. Yep. Not that that deck struggles on card draw with all the. Usually, I mill myself out. My see, deck. I, my my deck struggles on a little bit of card draw, so I did put more card draw back in it, and it seems to be doing better with it. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, I, I think standard is not going to change its meta, but I think you're going to see new meta cards like oh, absolutely. Azorius Soldiers. I think that one is actually going to jump up. Um, Maybe a bit. The I, I think I think it, uh, it's going to be up there in this and the, at least in this percentage with, you know, like mono and probably in between mono red aggro Demir mid. I see it sticking eight to ten percent, but probably not higher than that. No, no, not higher than that. But I, I think a lot of the new cards coming in are going to help it out. Um, I I was surprised with the, the Rakdos reanimator not being played as much because it it's is not very good. It, it Well, it's against mine. It is my deck sucks against it. It, I mean, we've talked about it. All of magic is rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. You know, there's uh, aggro mid-range control. You know, that's all it is. Mid-range beats control, control, or nope. Aggro beats control, control beats mid-range, mid-range beats aggro. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. And so you're, you're a control deck against an, against a mid-range deck. Or yeah. uh, you're a... Aggro against yeah, mid-range. Yeah, aggro against mid-range. And domain is more control. Yeah, and so that's why my aggro goes against your domain. Yeah, because I'm late game, you know. So yeah, it, it's just magic. It's it's a giant game of rock paper scissors, and unfortunately, standard just seems to peak that so much higher because of the it's so fluid, you know. Where in modern we have the staples, and every deck is going to have those, and then what the deck does will kind of depend on the rest of the filler. But in standard, it's like every deck is entirely different. Nothing is even close to the same. Where you know I could make claims that. Living end and footfalls are kind of on the same level, you know. So you, yeah, you could, and and it, it's it's just a race of who gets the right cards at the right time. Yeah, and now that I think about it, I play essentially two aggro decks. My my modern decks aggro also. Yeah, your modern decks yeah. incredibly aggro. I didn't even think about that. I've always see control is just kind of my thing. Like and now because I I'm. I did sell you out of modern charge. Yeah, I, I did sell out of modern, quote unquote. Um, I still have Tron. I think I'm missing like two pieces for Tron. Um, but yeah, I just am at a I'm so pissed off at modern right now that I'm like, fuck this. As soon as modern RCQ season is coming up, then I'm going to look at rebuilding whatever is good in the meta at that point. But I kept Tron just to have on hand for when I want to play it. But I'm just so pissed off at modern right now. I'll probably play hammer i i might finish out my tron deck too now that i've got a bunch of the tron pieces yeah i i ended up uh purchasing a uh auction uh a few decks in there and i ended up getting um three ulamogs out of it and a bunch of other good stuff too but yeah i think i should i will be able to finish out a uh, a good tron deck at that point i think i've got most of it already built i, I just need to <laughs> add it in there but we'll see how it goes. I might I might go Tron. I might not. I haven't decided yet. All right. I well, really like Hammer Time, though. So Let's talk about your cards that you want to talk about for Carl. Okay, so... The, the bulk of the episode is probably going to be modern. Okay, so this... 
I, I, I mean, there's a few cards. We, we did a lot on the, the rares and the mythic spoilers and stuff like that. But there was a few cards that I, I come across that I saw. So one of them, and it is, it is a rare, but it is um, a symbol of players. And this is what I think is going to be good for my Bant deck and good for the soldiers. Oh, yeah, I've seen It's this. because you can look at the top card of your library at any time. And once each turn, each turn... You may cast a creature you spell. You don't have flash. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm, I the might. The emphasis on the each turn. No, you don't have flash. Fuck off. But uh, you can cast a creature spell with two or less. Power uh, two or less. Yeah, from the top of your library, which which I think is is good, especially for fil- deck filtering. Um, and all of my shit is two or less. So... None of mine is. And, and a lot of the uh, Zorius and the soldiers. The soldiers Tashana. are... Yeah, the soldiers are two or... No, she's three. Really? Is she a three, four? No, uh, Tashana? Yeah, I thought she was a two, three. She might be. I thought she was... Anyways. Uh, either way, so uh, I think this was going to be one of those where it's going to be something I at least like play around with and try. Um, the other one is... The World Souls I told, Rage. You pulled this, and I told you yes. this card is amazing, and yes. then you just blew right past me. No, I knew what he was talking about, but um, it was one of those cards that I saw as... Um, so, it basically, it deals X damage to any target, and then you put up to X land cards from your hand and or graveyard onto the battlefield tech. So, you are getting damage out there, and you are getting land out there that's a blanca card if i've ever seen one yeah yeah definitely a blanca card and definitely um i don't know sure what the colors are for lord wind grace but that might be something that andrews needs to look yeah, at that's for. wind grace it just has black in it too yeah so he might need to look at this one too he's so. never upgrading that deck don't even try because it says cards from your hand or your graveyard yeah so i mean he he gets a lot of triggers out he's of that never one. gonna upgrade that deck don't try um and then the the other biggest one that i come across is the case of the shattered pact. So this, so when this case comes out and you search your library for a basic land card, you reveal it, put it in your hand, shuffle like normal, and then to solve it, there are five colors among permanents you control, which is easy to get. Yeah, I'll say that's that's going to be probably see play in domain. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but once it's solved, at the beginning of combat on your turn, target creature you control gains flying, double strike, and vigilance until end of turn. Yeah, that'll probably see play in domain. So with um, if you think about it, like Leyline of the Guild Pact, with it being one of those where you can <laughs> actually so you play it, you play it out, and you get this out because of Leyline of the Guild Pact, you automatically have your five colors, so it comes out, it's automatically solved. It's ramp, it's just, it's good all around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, the, and it's, it's a two colorless to, to play it, so it is, it isn't one of those where you gotta worry about, you know, having the right mana, it's just two colorless. It's weird that it itself is colorless, I yeah. love that. It's... But this, that, I saw that one, and I was like, oh shit, this is definitely a domain card, and, and it's only an uncommon. Yeah. So yeah, I, I see like maybe two being played. I wonder if Leyline of the Guild Pact is going to see a whole lot of play in Domain. I know I talked about it. I see maybe one or two sideboard, maybe. I don't know, but to me, it's not a sideboard card. It's either you play it mainboard or you don't play it. Yeah, 
Yeah, and see, that's what I was thinking. But you you have a, a hugely better chance, of course, of pulling one in your starting hand if you have four in there. And you don't so. need four. No. I mean, the deck, we've talked about it. It's so hard to sideboard with that deck because the deck in itself is so good. It's like Living End. You don't want to sideboard with Living End because everything in it like takes away from some sort of synergy. So it's so hard. And we've talked about I play like... 70 cards <laughs> yeah. in games two and three with domain because I'm just like, there's nothing worth taking out that is going to like help my strategy. I'm either life gain or getting extra lands out or something or another. I don't know. Yeah, so I was just looking at, you know, a few of these cards. There was a bunch of others in the list. I should have written them down, but I didn't that I saw. And most of those were like cards that I, I wanted to put in for Blanca or cards I wanted to put into Sir Conrad. And... I, I like one, um, so it's a one green card, and it's a target creature you control deals damage equal to it to another creature that you don't control type situation. There's a lot of fight spells. Yeah, yeah so new. by having that, the, and I and I like it. So as I can, it's that's only one cast. I can target my my Blanca. It gets another plus two plus two counter. It does two damage, and then it'll deal that damage over to it It'll so fight that's, yeah. that's an important keyword so it basically fights it and and then that's what i liked about that but i just didn't think it was as cool as you know this one but those are the few cards that i was actually um kind of saw there's there's more out there uh i like i said i think i think the karloff set is just amazing yeah i, it's, I it's like pretty solid. a lot of it because of just what's going on in it um, there's a lot of things I don't. I'm I'm still not a fan of investigate. I, I think the I love it. The investigate trigger is card draw, man. Yeah, and I mean it is, but I, I just think it costs too much. Two mana draw card. Yeah, fuck off. I think it's too you much. and your spoiled ass ancestral recall one mana draw three. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Get out of here. All right, let's talk about uh, Chicago. Okay, so Chicago is coming up very soon. This month. Is it this month? It's February, right? I thought it was March. I don't know. Ooh, I don't, I don't know. know. It is, we dude. weren't going, so. We didn't care. Uh, they did just put out their ticketed play events, and I just kind of wanted to browse through it and see if there's anything notable. There's obviously a few of the, like, big ones. I apologize for messing with my nose so much. I promise I'm not picking anything. Um, so, obviously, they have the 75K standard open. Okay. Um, so which is like they did sealed at Magic Con Vegas. Yeah, it's the their big the 100, one. 100k yeah. one they did. Uh, 150 dollar entry. Yeah, prize pool of 75k as well as eight invites to the second Pro Tour of 2024. It is a multi day event. Yeah, it's just like the 100k, which is funny. I mean, is there just less people, and that's why it's only 75 instead of 100? I don't know. Hmm. I mean, Magic Con Vegas is the big one of the year because that's where the World yeah. Championships is. Um, they have they're doing a <laughs> collector's edition sealed of Ravnica remastered. I thought that would be fun. 140 140 bucks for that. Six packs of collector collector packs. Um, yeah, that's about right. And the one that I care about that we will talk about as soon as the event happens. So February twenty third uh, is the Secret Layer Showdown for Modern Single Elim. One hundred twenty five dollars. So that is going to be the big one. That's where like meta shifts is a lot of the secret layer showdown, uh, which burn one the, the last one, which yeah, I think is I'm, fucking hilarious. So what what is the big thing behind the secret layer showdown that everybody loves and wants to know about? Like uh, it's a well, so that's where you remember those really cool uh, 
So Magic 30, it was the Jace the Mind Sculptors, mm-hmm. that like $2,000 card. Only place you could get it was to top eight. Okay. And the Ragavans, only place you could get it was to top eight. And now the Merktide Regent, only place you can get it. Top eight. Yes. Which will also get you an invite to the Pro Tour. Yep. They're also doing a uh, Ravnica Clue. Okay. dollars entry. Yeah, I could see that. Don't really know how that would work, but it will. Um, and then, yeah, outside of that, there's nothing really worth, you know, mentioning to a, you know, to a T. Uh, it's kind of all that you would expect. There's a collector sealed for Markov. A lot of it's Markov, obviously. Sealed, two-headed giant sealed, you know, shit like that. Um, they are doing a, a win a box for Ravnica Remastered, which is cool. Okay. They're also doing a throwback seal that four Kaladesh, two Ether, and uh, two Amonkhet, which that sounds fun. Yeah. Outside of that, there's a whole lot of We're- just... Yeah, which will definitely be different from where uh, where we go. But they have announced uh, Amsterdam. Was it Amsterdam? Yeah. yeah. And it's been announced. Yeah. They Tickets announced, are on sale. They announced it. Tickets are on sale. So that, that one's cool. Um, you, you showed me the uh, that card where it was the old guy, like the old timey bicycle by the. Oh, dude, the swords to plowshares. You That's have to what put it, was. it up swords in to editing. Plowshares. I, I, I will, want it, it up. so badly it is so cool <laughs> you have to spend like a hundred dollars at their merch shop to get it oh, and i really? want yeah and i want to like go on a facebook page and be like all right i need someone to get me one of these like it is so cool <laughs> i don't know why i'm so drawn to it but it's like because it's so unique it's just not something it, it reminds me of the uh the pokemon uh, like Van Gogh crossovers and shit that they yeah, would do. Yeah, uh, they did like the scream with the Psyduck painting esque. It just reminds me of that. It's just unique. It's not like explicitly magic, explicitly art. It's just cool. Yeah, that's it, all it, I have to say about weird. that. My shin itches. <laughs> that's all okay, so let's Sh- go. Should we, in- should we take a break before we go into modern? Uh, yeah, we probably should. That's going to be probably the rest of the episode, so we'll be right back. Word from our not sponsors. We probably won't have one. All right. Do you get excited for the treasure hunt as well as we do? Then check out our new series, Cracks of Paxson, where we will crack open packs and search for the cards that everybody wants. Check it out and see if we pull anything big. New series out now. Cracks of Paxson. We're back. That was fun. Yeah. Sure. All right. Fucking modern. <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right. So what is going on with modern that has got you in an uproar so, to sell all your cards? Let's let's take a minute and let's look at the uh, MTG Goldfish modern, like where that's at. So down. Yep. Yeah, left. It's the I'm, second one. I'm looking, second I'm looking. One. Oh, there it is. I found it. Okay, look at that. Number one, Rakdos Scan. Scan. Footfalls, Yawgmoth, Murktide, Amulet. And then the rest after that don't really matter. Living End, Omnath, Hardened Scales, Hammer, whatever. Tron's down there somewhere, Zoo, whatever. Um, so let, I'm going to just jump right into Mangu's power rankings. Okay. So A tier. Yes. We have Rhinos, Yawgmoth, Titan. Okay. Absolutely agree. B tier, Living End, Scam, Murktide, Green Tron, Hardened Scales. Okay. Seems, you know. Uh, C tier, Coffers, Omnath, Zoo, Creativity, Hammer, Control, Burn. Okay. Do you agree with or disagree with any of that? 
at this point in time, I'd say, yeah, I'd agree with, with that for the most part. Yeah. Rhinos, Yogmoth, and, and uh, Titan did nothing but profit off the bands. That and it has gotten to the point that they are out of control. I mean, you can look at MTG Top 8. A lot of what we're seeing is Scam, Footfalls, Yogmoth, Titan. Yes. we Of course, there's other shit thrown in here and there. Yeah, we're looking at, uh, so we'll talk about it in a little bit, but the Legacy European Championship, Footfalls, Yogmoth, Tron, Footfalls, Yogmoth, Living End. Uh, yeah, and then Titan below in the top 16. Irritates the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't, again, we're at that point where we're seeing the same, like, three or four decks instead of the usual. So, like, when you and I first started the podcast, first started talking about Modern, when I first started playing Modern, any deck had the possibility of success. We are no longer in that state of Modern. No, we we absolutely love the fact that Modern, and, and we've on record stating that we loved Modern because of the fact that it was a every single, like, just a group of decks that it's like, okay, well, it really just comes down to what cards you're you're drawing at that point in time and how every deck has a chance yes that's the point and, uh, hammer and time can win an event do i personally think it should do i think it has the capability to win a 400 person event no but it can should can blue white control do i think it should win an event no but it can it could you know same with hammer time it could i don't think it has that possibility anymore but it can't anymore no and so mangu Put out uh, something on Instagram. It, it's on his Twitter Twitter as well. Uh, or, and it's also, he posted it on his uh, channel Fireball stuff. Uh, he said, I think this is currently the most uh, unbalanced modern since Modern Horizons 2. The banning of Fury and Beans made Yogmoth and Amulet too strong and with only Rhinos thriving as the good deck against both of them. The metagame was balanced before uh, with Scam as the perceived best deck. Lots of decks tied at the top and there was no clear winner or win rate. I beg Wizards to stop listening to complaints online and start focusing only on win rate of decks at major events and using a higher bar to ban expensive cards i.e. fury and decks i.e. four color beans uh please don't ask for more cards to be banned and wish for even more people to lose money just because you can't win with your specific deck not every single deck can be a winning in a competitive format even if sorry he's italian so it's some of it's just hard to read <laughs> even if we want as many as possible to be strong. The only reason, or uh, yeah, the only reason cards should be banned is if their win rate is too high, and bans like these can easily make things worse as they have now. I love modern, it's a very skill intensive and rewarding format, and all I want to see is it to keep balance above all else. I think that that summarizes everything perfectly. We saw the ban of Yorion, not because the deck was winning everything, but because it was too fucking expensive. Now we've seen a ban in Rakdos Scam that you and I bitched about because, yeah, Fury should have been banned. Yeah, so we... Scam we, is still a deck. But we, we, yeah, we bitched about Scam and Fury, and but we also bitched about, you know, the fact of uh, Grief. I think Grief is what's keeping Rakdos Scam alive. Yes. We've, I mean, I've even, you know, I'm, I'm kind of contradicting myself. Opinions change. What can I say? Because uh, this was like two months ago that the ban hit. And I just think that we're at a point that if you are not playing those three decks, you're not going to succeed in Modern at least at a high enough level to make it count. You can go off and top eight an RCQ. You can win an RCQ with any deck, 
but that doesn't mean that the deck is automatically the best. And I, I think that looking at a lot of these higher higher level events where literal professionals go and compete. I mean, Mangu played, uh, he played Murktide, which in my opinion, it's not a great deck in the meta right now. It, I, let me rephrase. It's not a good deck in the meta. It's just not. So the fact that he went three, four drop because he's like, I, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to waste my time and money at a big event like this just to get my ass handed to me. Well, and Sam, that's where I, I look at it, where I, I think Fury was a problem. Absolutely. I think grief is a problem. I think grief is the next biggest problem. I think that the the ban with uh, Beans was, could have been a problem. So it they, was needed. So I, I think that the, having those two, but I, I'm, I'm kind of with him on the aspect of I think that um, a lot of stuff will need to be looked at. But I don't think that the the meta was actually balanced before the bans, because if we, we sat there and we looked at it and, and people were playing nothing but scam, I don't want to go into a tournament and and play against, you know, nothing but scam decks because that's what everybody's bringing. I want to be able to sit down and play against a wide variety. I like we talked about before. I want to see a situation where there is every deck has a chance. And I want to see, you know, and it like if, if I go into hammer with hammer, I know that I'm coming in with a an lower underdog. an underdog. But if I play everything correctly, I can do well enough to at least top eight. And I'm okay with that. But I'm not okay with you know, having scam be, you know, 40% of all of the decks that show up to a 400 some odd person tournament. And I'm not okay seeing scam, you know, you know, having five of the top eight. I think that was a problem. Yeah. And so I don't think it was balanced back then. I do think the bands hit other decks too harder than they should have that negatively affected them more than scam because scam is still a thing and unfortunately and and i do think that price point should and shouldn't play a part in bands i think that if a card is at the point that uh, like shieldred shieldred is like almost 100 bucks a card because it's played in every black deck in every format almost a playset. yes you know and that's a problem and not only that and unfortunately, price does reflect how good a card is too. Ogre Talk is twenty five bucks. Is that seeing play anywhere else other than Commander? No, but it's a great card. That's yeah. why it's a higher price. And, and like I said, we've talked about this before. And I'm okay with a you know, card being about twenty twenty five bucks. I'm okay with card being fifty to seventy five. Force negations are great, but they're not broken. But I, I I'm not a fan of cards being a hundred bucks a piece. I don't like 185. You know, I would like I, I want to play the game. I'm not I'm not looking for the collecting. I'm not collecting these cards to to turn and make money on them. I want to play the game and and I want to be able to sit down and and play in a modern format or a, even a standard format and have a chance to win. But not, you know, go and try and play and not have a chance to do anything because I not forking out four hundred dollars for four cards. I'm not a fan of that. So 
I do think that if it gets to a point where a card is that expensive, they need to start looking at a way to reprint it so people can get those cards without having to, you know, sell their car. Yeah, well, and, and you and I are very different people in that aspect where I don't mind, you know, necessarily a card's price. I just think that it needs to be looked at when they're talking about bans. I don't think that a card needs to explicitly be banned because it's so expensive. I just think that they look at a card like Shieldred and they say, oh, shit, this is a hundred dollar card. Now, why is it a hundred dollars? That's when we start looking at like, yes, this should be banned or no, it shouldn't be banned. When we look at cards like uh, Mana Crypt, mm-hmm. Mana Crypt is has been close to $200 since I've been playing magic. It's a great card, but it still hasn't been banned, you know? And I know that you sit on the fact of like, yes, either reprint it or ban it, especially when it comes to the reserve list, but I don't think it needs to be that way. I think there's players like me where I don't care. I'm either going to spend the money or I'm not. I don't think it's going to affect my gameplay very much. I think that there's decks outside of, you know, like Black Coffers that plays a playset of Shieldred and Modern. Like, there's decks outside of that that do super well. I don't remember where I was going with this. I don't either. Um, I'm just kind of saying words at this point. But I don't know. I, I think that Modern is just... It's in such a negative place. Yeah. And I know that I'm very new into it, but I played Modern when it wasn't in a super negative place. Yeah. Pre-creativity, pre-scam, pre, you know, I right as Modern Horizons 3 was coming out, we had a whole toolbox. So what I'm expecting, and I probably won't touch Modern until this summer come uh, Modern Horizons 3. Modern Horizons 3 is either going to ban something or print something in that's going to handle this. That's how every Modern Horizons set has come. Every Modern Horizons set, given we only have two, has overturned the format in such a way that it's it's easy to get into at that point because there's so much testing going on. Yeah, and see, and I I think... And and I'm just speculating at this point, but I think that when Mangu wrote this, he had just left that tournament and dropped, did three, four drop. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And he was still fuming and upset over the state. It was, he was at at that point in time. I I don't, like I said, I I don't agree with him when before the bands. Yeah. I think in that that's the, we were in a good point. No, he might be thinking back towards the Yorion band because it was, you know, that deck was so expensive. Maybe that's where he was thinking. Well, but and, and the thing is, is when even when scam was a big thing, there were still decks that could combat it easily. I think that he's speaking to that rather because now with Titan, you either beat Titan or you beat Yogmoth. You don't beat both unless your foot falls. Mm-hmm. I think that's more of what he's speaking to, where it's like you can play any deck and still have a chance Compared to now, where it's like, no, Yogmoth, Beans, Titan, or not Beans, Yogmoth, Footfalls, Titan. Those are your options when it comes to modern. You're going to see other speckles of shit here and there. Top eight, we have a Tron, we have a Living End. Great. Two out of the six decks don't fall under those three. That is not okay. We are not in a place in modern right now that I advise people to be playing it on MTGO at your LGS, unless you know your LGS isn't. But unfortunately, ours does. Our LGS is flooded with this shit right now. Oh, absolutely. And that's that's a big reason we don't go, you know, is because we know that we're going to get stomped and because we don't want to go out and reinvest in new decks Mm -mm. just to have a chance. You yeah, know? no, I mean, so if you think about it, um, 
when we went to just the casual modern play, it was we played uh, Crash, Cascade, a lot of footfalls, footfalls. We played. There was some Living End, yep. one Merktide, one Amulet. There was a Mono White Death and Taxes, which was yeah. cool, and a Hardened Scales. Yep, but and others we yeah. didn't and see. And then a bunch of, and, but you know, it's still one of those where you're seeing more of these decks now. And like I said, the ban. I think the ban itself is brought these decks forefront because it has negatively affected some of the other decks. Yeah, I I think that at this point. No one was expecting the Fury ban. No, no, no. We we all would have. I would have put my money on grief. Over I, Fury. I hoped that it was grief over Fury because Fury is let other decks be alive. Grief does not mm-hmm. grief. And I, I know I've said don't ban grief, but we're at the point mm-hmm. now that it's like hindsight's 2020 living end can go without grief. It won't be as good without grief, but it can survive. Living in was a thing long before grief. Yeah, it's just a different strategy at that point. Well, it, not even. It's the same strategy. You just don't get the thought season. No, a I mean, it's, it's a different it's, it's just a different strategy that you would have to go with instead of doing that. Yeah, we still have other utility cards that can do the, you know, effects that would still benefit living in um, fury. See, Fury is just it's its hard to remember all the decks that it's been played in. Uh, it had a rotation even in Burn for a while to help mm-hmm. out late game, you know, because Burn dies late game. Yes, so it it, they picked up Fury for a hot minute. I know that we talked about, you know, the banning of beans, but uh, four slash five color Omnath has been a deck even pre beans, of course, and it was playing Fury and it wasn't out of control. It was strong. But it wasn't at the level we're at now where we have three Titans and we can't take them out. So something has to change. Either a new set needs to come out where we are just completely flipping the format on its head or we need another ban. So do you think that because of the state that it's at now, they're going to relook at what they've already set up for the summer and try to figure out something new and fix it? Or do you think that since those cards are already decided on, it's already set in stone. Well, the cards have already been decided on. They're not going to do anything to change that. And what I what I think is Watsi is really I don't I don't see Watsi banning anything until Modern Horizons three. I think that they're going to let the format stay toxic and lean into the fact that players like me are hoping for Modern Horizons three to change the format, therefore to sell product. Unfortunately, I think that that's where my expectations with Watsi are at. I, they're so low that I think that they're just going to let a format die pretty much until the next set comes out that's supposed to help it. Uh, see, I would hope that's not the case, but... We've seen it I, I just, I just don't know at this point what... Like fucking... Uh, what what they could Hogak. do. Could, could they... There's nothing they could ban. Yes. Hit Shieldred. Hit fucking Grief. Oh, no. I mean, I, I'm just saying that... That's, I think Grief is, is more of an issue than Shieldred, but... Yeah, so, but even then, so, I mean, what what deck is those going to hit? Those are going to hit Scam. That's not going to hit the Toolbox. That's not that's No, not but gonna... what it's going to do is it's going to open up more of a pathway for us. You know, because, see, it's hard to explain, so I, I haven't seen much of a recent list. So that's, that's what I'm trying to get at is, it, I guess Shieldred is in yes. the Toolbox. Uh, Bowmasters. Or- 
I don't. Uh, Bowmasters is such a hard card for See, me. That Bowmasters was is it was too good. It's really good, and then it does nothing, and then it's really good, and then it does nothing. <laughs> There's no in between. It's never just a mid card like Delighted Halfling. Mm-hmm. Look at Delighted Halfling. Delighted Halfling is either. You know, can do its thing, prevent a counter spell on a legendary creature. Great. Make your Yawgmoth not get countered. And then then there's cards like Orcish Bowmaster, where it's either going to be the mainstay of the deck, like Yawgmoth, like fucking, uh, uh, oh God, Coffers, or it's going to do nothing. So that's, and that's where I'm looking at the, these deck lists here. So what is making Cascade so good that the other decks can't beat it? It's so Cascade isn't in the place that it's in because it's unbeatable. It's in the place that it's in because it can beat Tool uh, Yogmuth and Titan because okay. it's so fast and you you just trample over everything that they do and it's too fast for Titan. Mm, see, and and that's where I I was able to shut Titan down because of Strict Proctor. But if I'm if I'm running, you are uh, you are also one of like three people in modern who play strict proctor in your deck. True, but 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 and that's the other thing though is I'm I'm taking up spaces that for this deck in particular that I can't that doesn't do any good against any of the other decks. But it also to hurt, be fair, it also hurts me does too. Does do good, huh? Strict proctor does do good against other shit too. Because uh, it counters ETB triggers, right? Uh, yes. Unless it, they pay. Yes. Uh, look pay at, too. Uh, scam. You know, they don't get if they try to scam early mm-hmm. and you have your proctor out, it counters it. You yes. know, it counters a lot of like elemental shenanigans and just ETB tribal, which there's it's very limited, but it's enough that I would play one or two sideboard. And and that's the, I'm looking at these deck lists and nobody. This is, was in Ghent, Belgium, by the way. That's all the lists that we're looking at. OK, so this this one's running chalice, which it goes up against, you know, that's uh, that was something that you put in your sideboard in case you came up against scam is you wanted the chalice in there so you could throw it out on zero so they couldn't get that's the free not spells. how that works. No, that's not how uh, pitching to elementals works. It does, chalice does not counter because it says if you would cast something with CMCX at oh, the time fuck. of cast, it's equal to the top. CMC is always top right corner. Always doesn't matter an alternate casting cost. So if you have a chalice on one and someone tries to dash a ragavan, it's still countered. Just because you're pay- playing an alternate cost uh, doesn't mean. So that how it's how would you stop grief and fury and everything at that point? That's what we're trying to figure out. They said so they have to have like I, the tide bender. Would that stop it? Yeah, but you have to have three mana open. That's true. You do have to have three mana, and this is one of those where you just can't leave three yeah, mana. Yeah, modern open. is a format where three mana is a lot. Yes. And then to, to not only just hold it up for something that someone's going to see a mile away, because Tidebinder is being played. It's a good card. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot, all of these decks have Tidebinder in them. But that's, that's the thing is like, where can we go with this that is going to, I mean, if you if you get rid of grief, is that going to allow other decks to take care of footfalls? Is that going to allow them to take care of the the toolbox? Because these toolbox, the the you know Yawgmoth, they're not running any of anything any griefs. So, so it's what, not what about you... banning something to take. It's about clearing a path. You know, we find out what like why people are building Yawgmoth, like what decks it's really good against, mm-hmm. and then. Kind of so like scam, Yogmoth and Titan are obviously good against scam. So we 
try to figure out how to handle scam to open a pathway to deal better with Yogmoth and Titan. See, this is where I'm looking at this is I'm not okay. We don't see scam until whatever seventeen to thirty-two. This this number within is. the top probably, th- probably yeah, thirty twenty between seventeen 30. and thirty-two. So, but everything else, if you look at this, it's you got footfalls, Yogmoth, Yogmoth, Tron, footfalls, Yogmoth, Living End, Merktide, and then you got Titan, Titan, footfalls, 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 Yogmoth, Yogmoth, Yogmoth. Five C five C domain, which is just Zoom. you get some odd. You're gonna get some oddities in there, especially top thirty two. Yeah, yeah. special not probably not as much top eight, but especially and then it's top thirty two. Titan, Titan, footfalls, footfall, footfalls, Yogmoth, Yogmoth, Shadow, and then, then now, Shadow now, now, now we're getting into the the Unusual. more the more mix of stuff. So now you've got Shadow and Hammer Time and Living in couple of coffers, couple of scams, Merc Tide. Ninja oh my god domain and then you have five titan 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 and titan and then it goes into footfalls and there's like another five of those and then you got a few three more three more like creativity top 30 or top 64 yeah and then you got creativity death shadows hardened skills Murder life top 64 that's crazy so you know and that's just one of those things where look at blue block there's what th- the fuck yeah I'm sorry there, there's three decks that are dominating now. It used to be one deck dominating, which was out of hand. But, it, it, and I would prefer that, and I, I think I side with Mangu on that, that I would prefer one deck dominate rather than three. It's a lot easier because while the one deck can dominate, everyone else can kind of battle it out and have some fun. But now we're up against three. The likelihood of us being able to handle even just one, let alone three, is way lower. And, and because I, Scam had bad matchups. And yeah, they did have bad matchups. And the likelihood and of these three having the same bad matchup. I, I see that. And but I like I said, I'm just sitting on the fact that Scam was an issue and it needed to be dealt with. I don't agree that they It dealt, wasn't healthy. Yeah, I don't agree they, that Watsi did deal with it in the, the right way. I had hoped that they knew it better than we did when they did Fury and Up the Beanstalk. And, and I Beans, had, I side on that. I played against it round one. I keep talking about it. I fucking mutilated me. Anyways. Yeah, so, you, I mean, you're tainted by it for sure. I never did see it, but I have I seen, it, I've seen it in standard. Yeah, and I play it, it. It gets out of hand very quickly. I know myself. And but, uh, you know, that's where I'm looking at the aspect of. Did they choose the wrong bands because scam needed something had to have happened. Something needed to be happened with scams. Yeah, I I think beans was the solid option. I I still stand on the fact that we've been preaching it since the ban happened. Fury was out of left field. I would love to. I mean, I mean, I'm sure I can read. I have read it. I don't remember it, but they, they put out why. And it wasn't everyone was like, wow. Out of all the cards. And I agree, Fury was a problem. But when we look at Scam itself, Scam, Fury was not the problem with Scam. It wasn't. See, and, and that's why I think everybody was shocked. Yeah, and, and that's because uh, I, I, I keep talking. I, Go we, were, we were at our RCQ. The day before. That the, the band came out. Yeah, band came out on Monday. We were in RCQ on Sunday. Yeah. And, but... You know, we we had we had uh, sit around and talked about it uh, with the, everybody there. We and had a, not had a, a single person, not a single person thought that 
Fury was going to there was there was some speculation, but I don't think any everyone was like, well, when we look at the issue, because there are effects that are already banned in modern that do what Fury do that cost actual more mana, like cost mana in general, Mm -hmm. you know, so and I keep talking about it, but the fact that scam can turn one thought sees twice and have a three, two or a four, three with menace on turn one for one mana. I mean, think about mulliganing against you round one, you mulligan down to five cards and you get thought sees twice. And now you're left with three lands in hand. They've banned cards out of decks for less. Yeah. When you, well, yeah, you, you've got your, your two cards down, your one mana, and you've got a four, three with menace. They've banned for less. Oh yeah. Like I said, I would much prefer a, you know, four, four with double strike on turn one, than thought sees twice. Here's the thing with menace. It's like, yeah, at least I can throw a delighted halfling in front of a fucking fury. Well, yeah, but not only that, but you're. Say, say you mulligan, which you do yeah. a lot of mulliganing. Yes, in, in, in modern, modern, you are aggressive. Like, and, and it's like, okay, well, okay, now I'm down. I got five. I've got five cards. I, I can, I can, I can try and come back from this. Yeah. And then not knowing you're going up against scam. Yeah. And then the next thing you know is you're down to three cards, which are probably lands. Yeah. Which at least two of them are going to be lands. And now how do you come back from that? You don't. Exactly. That's the thing. And, and I, I've, we've talked about the fact I have preached forever that that is the problem. The problem is getting thought seized twice on turn one and they still have a four, three with menace is not okay. See, and now the thing is, is so when we first got into modern, yeah, footfalls was a thing. Yeah, Yogmoth was, was a thing because yep. you built Yogmoth. Yep. I thought about building Yogmoth at first. Those were there. They, they were, were able to be dealt with. Now, if you look at it, though, I, I beat Footfalls. Yeah, look look at the Yogmoth deck list here, and for the most part, there's a lot of new cards in it. Oh, you even got, from when I played it, yes. which was less than a year ago. Yeah. See, so I mean, now you've got. Shieldred in it. You've got four Orcish Bowmasters. Delighted Halfling. The Delighted Halfling, which which is good, but you know, like I said, it just keeps you people from countering your creatures. And then you've got the Soul Cauldron. Agatha's Soul Cauldron. That has been a mainstay in a few decks. I don't think it's ban worthy, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, and it's gross. It's 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 a mean fucking card. Yeah. So it's it. It keeps some of the other things, but, you know, some of the stuff that they had in here before, um, was it Kotha, Death, Death's Hunger or something Coxa. like that? Yeah, that, that's not in here anymore. It never that, was. They, they took all of that stuff. Oh, no, that's right. It wasn't. Yeah, it was in that's, something that's, else. Sorry. Uh, Black Red. There was, there was, there's one card in here that, that I'm not seeing anymore. Um, there's only one Ignoble Hierarch. It used to run four. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Birds of Paradise. Yeah. And they pulled those out. See, I could see swapping... The delighted halflings for birds of paradise. I can see that because that that does kind of bring yeah. it up a little. Turn bit one more. utility adds yeah adds mana and and you play more legendaries here than you did back yeah. when I played it because it was just Yogmoth when I played it. Yeah, but having having these new cards, it seems to have brought this into a new era that is is strong. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know what you could get rid of that it would balance out the format at this point. And like I said, I don't think at this point we need to be focusing on 
banning. I think at this point we need to focus on new cards coming out that we need to rely on. And that's what I'm saying that Watsy is not going to do a damn thing until MH3. What at if, that point, what if they unban Urion? No, no, no. I think that I, I, as much as I hate to say it, I think the only reason Yorion got banned was due to uh, the price of the deck. It used to be called Four Color Money Pile for a reason. Oh, it yeah. ran a playset of Ragavans. It ran a playset of Omnas. It ran all the fucking playset of Endurance, Fury, uh, Solitude. It ran the most expensive cards in in the format for a good reason because all of them together plus Yorion who's a utility bounce creature I mean that's why it's another reason because Yorion lets you exile any number of things and blink them Mm -hmm. so when I'm doing that with my three solitudes I get three swords to plowshares and I get to draw a card off my Omnath that just re-entered the battlefield crack a fetch lane gain some more life because it just re-entered the battlefield I mean I'm done with it I, I am I am done with modern at this point in time. I modern it will still be my favorite format, but I'm done with it. I just don't see what they could do to fix any of this. Or like at the point they just need to print better cards. Yeah, they're gonna have to bring out new cards that will handle this, and I just I just don't see that happening because I don't think they saw this happening. I don't think anybody saw like out of all the decks to come out on top footfalls. I could expect to be a contender. The deck is has been good since I've been playing modern, which is coming up on uh, over two years now. And then now that again, I am getting away ahead of myself. I'm very passionate about this out of all the decks to come out on top. I did not expect Yogmoth and Titan. I did not either. I, I really didn't at all. I could expect Tron maybe. Maybe Eldrazi Tron makes a comeback. I don't know. But it was not Titan and Yawkmoth. It's no, just it ridiculous. Is, it is It is in a state of wonder at this point. Um, I didn't see that Fur- a ban and fury would do this. I don't know how a ban and fury did this. I, I, I can't. I cannot correlate how... You know, Ban Fury equals these three decks being unstoppable. I don't either. And that's that that's no where sense. I'm I am in just utter awe because I don't see it. I don't understand it. And and I mean, yeah, that is that is crazy. Cause they're not playing it's not like, you know, Ixalan or Lost Cabins of Ixalan came out and, and broke something. And broke something that caused these decks. Because they're not really playing anything. They're not playing anything. None of them. No. Modern has not seen a whole lot of cards from Ixalan. The best no. card that we got was uh <laughs> the reprinted Cavern of Souls. Yeah. That's the best card we got from Ixalan. Because I pay attention to this. There's some little things that sneak in here and there. Um the uh oh, he's the green Merfolk that when he attacks creates a treasure or a map token something of the lost sentinel of the lost city oh okay that's yeah. been seen a little play i've seen it pop up in yogmoth lists here and there but nine times out of ten they go back to this list because again just like living end just like you know domain and standard the deck is so strong as is that you don't need to mess with it you don't you don't even really have to sideboard except if there's just one thing that really screws you you know like yeah like it uh yogmoth runs chalice for footfalls you know, it's like there's certain things here and there that just blow it out of the water. Yeah, so I I still don't see how it is. I, I think it's the, the cards that they've printed out. I don't see how 
scam with Fury kept these guys under control unless it's the fact that Fury was able to knock out their it does their even with their undying creatures if you so like the I mean we know how the combo works where mm-hmm. you have Yogmoth plus Young Wolf plus Young Wolf Saki Young Wolf draw a card put a minus one minus one counter on something and then it comes back with a plus one plus one counter now you sack the one that didn't have a plus one plus one counter on it. You put a minus one minus one counter on the one that has a plus one plus one counter on it. Count, cancels each other out. Yep. You just repeat this combo. And if you have like Blood Artist out, um, Geralt's Messenger, Zillaport Cutthroat, as long as you're at one point higher than your opponent, that's a... Yeah, Hapatra. She cares about minus one, minus one yep. counters and creates snakes. Um, fucking Grist, you sack a creature and kill something. Yep. So, I mean, there. that's <sighs> the way it works. So... Fury, so I could see how, so Fury was taking care of just the small creatures yeah, that, that kept this deck under control. Yeah, because if they, if you can kill both of their things with Undying, then that right there, they can't do the combo anymore. Okay, so now I'm looking at this one, and I mean, you've got... Bone Crusher's been seeing play, and this, and but yeah, too. So I'm just looking at, like, Shardless Agent, it, it, it can hit... Um, but it doesn't matter. Shardless Agent is just a utility piece. It's yeah, not an actual thing. I'm just looking at these, just trying to figure out what what in in Footfalls has got it. Because I mean, oh, it's just the aggro of getting four fours down as early as turn two or three. Yeah, that, that's, that's the only thing. Like, because when you when you can hit those, like four four Shardless Agents in your hand might not seem very good, but the fact that each one of them is not only a two two but makes four fours with trample two of them. That in itself makes it worth it. And Titan just can't keep up. You can have your 6-6 all you want. I'm going to keep swinging out with my 4-4s and you can't do shit about it. Yeah, so and that's where, so I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm guessing the Furies were taking care of the 4-4s? No, Fury, uh, Scam had a bad matchup against Footfalls. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just not seeing how this one is, how Abandoned Furies brought this one up. Yeah, no, Footfalls has always been good. I think that it's just the fact that, you know, the again, Thoughtseize twice on turn one, you hit a Footfalls, you hit a, uh, a Shardless Agent, now they're just left with a fucking subtlety. Yeah. You know, it's like, it doesn't really matter. Then again, if they had a subtlety, they would have used it on your grief right there. But yeah. you know and what then, I mean. And then, of course, Titan is just the Titan is Titan. Just Titan. Titan. I mean, any good Titan player. It's the same with any deck. If you play a deck long enough, if you if you champion that deck, yeah, Titan has been a deck for years, years and years and years and years and years before pre-modern horizons. It's been a good deck. And I'm not seeing anything. I mean, one spelunking. Yeah, which is kind of weird to me because the deck kind of thrives on having things enter tapped because of the amulet of vigor. Yeah. So if they just come in untapped, like I guess that's kind of weird. But yeah, and then this one is just definitely just oh all no, the same. I can't. Oh, that's actually a good that's a good play because uh, with spelunking, because you draw a card and you put a thing into play that mm-hmm. doesn't count as your land per turn. You put one of the bounce lands, and then in response to the trigger, you tap it for mana, it bounces back, and then you get to replay it. And because spelunking, they don't enter tapped. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. I I get it. I talked myself into it. Now it's it's gotten some stuff, but like I said, with everything else, it paved a way. You know, Fury died for these sins, unfortunately. Yeah, and like I said, so I I don't know. I'm I'm I would like I I think I'm kind of there with you. I might just I'm just I'm going to wait until the new set comes out before I I go 
hard we with go anything. Ham. Yeah, well, and, and you and I are in are, are in such a good place right now too because we're not super invested in in standard. Like we're gonna go to an RCQ here and there, but we're not. I'm not jamming it as hard as I was modern. Like I was going mm-hmm. playing modern every opportunity I got, and now we can focus more on the channel and the content and the commander and doing all this stuff. So I think it. I think it. It's proving better for us as a channel as creators, but. I don't know. As a format, it's unfortunately sad, and it. it I, I, I agree. It is. It is in a huge, huge state of disarray, and and it, I, I, I wish it wouldn't that way, and I would like to see it not be that way. But I mean, damn, what what are you gonna do other than we're gonna wait? Yeah, I. I mean, like I said, if if any set that we have coming out in the near future is going to save this. Our only two options is Modern Horizons 2 and Assassin's Creed. Those are the only two sets that I see saving yeah. this year's worth of Modern. Modern Horizons 3, I think, is the only one. Um, well, I, Assassin's Creed 2, be, I mean, we saw how much Lord of the Rings shook up. That's the only reason that I'm saying yeah. it. Well, it's possible. Yeah, because yeah. no, it's a no, universes within modern, spe- modern specific set. These cards are designed for modern and eternal formats. Yep. So, I, I w- yeah, I would like to... S- to, we'll, we'll have to look at the card list when they come out so you don't like spoilers but we're gonna go heavy on the spoilers then there's yeah there's certain sets that like i'm just i'm tired of standard spoilers because there's nothing that like there are a few cards here and there that stand out but when we're looking at something that is format shattering like modern specific sets i'm all for like spoilers especially on reprints and shit Hit me with that, yeah. but standard See, sets. I'm that, fucking tired of it. That's where I you you were tired of all of the f- shit. Well, it, you, you, you hated yeah, yeah, masters, but you hated the. Uh, any spoilers. I, I like the spoilers. I like being able to see the new cards come out. Now I do focus a lot on. You know, there's current decks that I have. And that's what irritates me about you, because those are the only cards you bring up. And then I'm like, wait, yeah. look at all these. I, I always focus on what what's going to be good for me, because that's what I'm looking at when I'm reading through the cards. I, I want to take Assassin's Creed when it comes out, and I would like to focus on the modern decks and what we can do with. I just want to focus on playability. I don't care about yeah. what decks, what formats, anything. I don't want to look at a card and be like, this would be good in this commander deck. No, I want to look at a card and be like, this, this is just good. That's all I care about when it comes to spoilers and things like that. Yeah, see, I, that's, that's not me because when there's certain cards that, you know, it's like, yeah, there's good cards and there's great cards, but there's other cards that are out there that will work well. Like, okay, say... Say something comes out for living in that's just going to be amazing for it, and that's going to put it up in with everything else. There, or you know, there's something say something comes out for hammer time that is just going to be like, This is great for this deck, it's going to put it back in contention. That That's what I want to look at, and it's fine mentioning, like, Yeah, this, this would be good in here, but. That's not the only thing I'm focusing on. I don't want to go card by card and be like Titan, Merktide, no, Hammer, no, 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 Control. No, 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 I'm not no, saying. I'm just yeah. going to say you know, like the highlights of, hey, I think this card's going to do this. I think I just want to look at a card this. and be like, this is good. Because why? Because read it. We knew that. That's like Tishana's Tidebinder. We knew I, that. Yeah. It was going to be great in any deck it was in. Uh, the One Ring, we knew it was going to be great. We knew Orcus Bowmaster. Fucking everything. We knew the Orcus Bowmaster was going to be great just by reading the card. Uh, Shieldred was another one that we knew was going to be great. We but didn't really it, cover Lord of the Rings spoilers. Though. No, Thank we did God. not cover a lot of those. But that was one of those where we knew it was going to be great. We sat here, we sat 
off camera and talked about those cards and how awesome they w- were going to be. And I didn't I didn't expect, you know, Shieldred to be as expensive as it is. But. I don't expect it to be as good as it is. I mean, yeah, it, it's there are certain formats that thrive so hard on the card draw. I think modern falls into that legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, standard, nah. Standard has a lot of card draw, but there's like decks that are fine without it. Like domain was pretty good without it. Um, pre beans just because of Atraxa and Itali, like just flipping and hit a thing. Yeah. Also, I sorry, I I hit a domains player wet dream the other day when I played. <laughs> um, where I was playing Atali. I, I run like four different versions and one of them has a tolly uh, too. And I hit off my deck. I hit an Atraxa and off the Golgari player. I hit breach the multiverse. Oh, he oh. scooped. I, I don't, I don't blame him. Yeah, no, you, you don't, you don't come back from that. No, the amount of free shit that I get from that. And especially with breach the mold, because what you do is you're probably going to mill another Atraxa. So you take your Atraxa, get the ETB trigger, multiverse hits, you mill another Atraxa, you bring it back, you get another Atraxa, 10 more cards. You get to sculpt your hand into perfection. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, I would have scooped too. Oh yeah, I I'd have been like, yeah, no, not not gonna sit around waiting for you to pick and choose and decide and draw and trigger this and trigger that. It's like, yeah, I'm done. Speaking of done, we have nothing else. Nope. So that was our modern rant. There'll be more. Bye. Peace.